Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I am your host, Diana Ricciotti, but you, my friend, can call me Dee because I know that we're about to become business besties. I'm a certified NLP business coach teaching women both strategy and mindset for a successful first year in business while juggling motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. Consider this space your weekly dose of mindset, spirituality, energy boost, and self-development because I know these are all ingredients that make for a soulfully successful you. podcast it's your girl d and i am so so freaking glad that you are here if you're new to the podcast welcome and make sure you go over to instagram and say hello to me in the dms because i would love to meet you for everyone else how's everyone doing fam how has the week been treating you give me all of the updates i hope you're also loving the new season so far i've still got so many amazing guests that i have yet to share with you as well as i'll tell you a little bit about this cute little solo series that i have created i'm really excited to share with you as well but let me know if there are any guests or topics you would like me to cover in the coming weeks. I really, really want to answer some of your questions on the podcast, but I keep forgetting to pop up the bloody question box. I'm going to do that today as soon as I get off this podcast. But seriously, if you have any questions that you would love me to answer on the podcast, send me a DM. They can be anonymous. I can shout you out, whatever you prefer, but um, would love to hear from you because I just feel like it would be so fun to have like more of a conversation with you on the podcast. Anywho, so as I was saying before, I have got a really special series coming up for you all about how healing your inner world will literally create the ultimate glow up externally and in your outer world because it's the second half of the year and I want you to feel into this. I'm going to create a bit of a visual for you. Imagine that this summer You feel excited to wake up each morning and jump out of bed with a new purpose or a sense of purpose, a sense of intention, a pull to live your life, a bit of a pepper in your step. Imagine having that kind of energy and actually having this desire to live that day to the fullest. Imagine feeling grateful for the simplest of joys from the moment you wake up, from how crisp your bed sheets feel to the first glimpse of sunlight through the curtains, to how delicious the first sip of coffee is. And just imagine if everything began to feel like a fucking experience, like a turn on, right? That you were no longer waiting for some big thing, some quantum leap, some huge manifestation to happen to fill your cup up, but that life literally felt orgasmic. What if everything began to feel that delicious? And because the simplest of things in your life are delicious, you begin to attract abundance that is greater than you have ever imagined was possible for you. Imagine that your relationships began to feel meaningful, intimate, and you were able to receive and really feel the love around you. Imagine if you became present in your day to day and that your work began to feel like you were an artist literally like birthing a new piece of art every single day, that you're excited to get to your desk, (laughs) that you're excited to jump on your laptop or wherever it may be. Imagine that money began to flow in overflow into your life and it didn't even make logical sense, but the happier and healthier you were, the more of it you began to attract. What if this summer you experienced the ultimate glow up, both physically emotionally, mentally, spiritually, spiritually, that you became literally your own fucking vibe, became your own goals instead of looking to other, you know, girls on Instagram and going, wow, look at her life that literally you began to embody that life yourself that you like perved on your own Instagram (laughs) for inspo, right? The purpose of the Healed Girl series that I've created for you is to show you how this is all available to you. 
because I've been there before. I've woken up before and felt like life was mundane, meaningless, just gray, right? I felt like I needed stress or a big weekend or something externally outside of myself to feel anything, to feel alive. I've been there before and I promise you that healing yourself, healing your trauma, awakening your spirituality, meeting your soul, if you are willing to go inwards and do that work, clearing out the energetic clutter and junk that is blocking you from your ultimate fulfillment is possible for you. Because I've lived it. So I'm so excited to teach it. It is everything that I'm passionate about. Feminine embodiment, healing, energy clearing, expansion, expanding your nervous system. They're all going to be the topics that we're going to be covering off. Breaking through glass ceilings. Why we get addicted to stress and burnout cycles and how to stop fucking doing it. How we recreate toxic cycles in our life to play small. I'm going to be covering all of the juicy stuff so that this summer, (laughs) leading up to the end of the year, you're going to feel like literally the next level version of yourself. And it's going to happen a lot sooner than you think. So I'm really excited to share this series with you. Keep your eyes and your ears peeled. There's going to be, I think, about four to five. So far, I've got four episodes, but I am brewing on one more. There's one more topic that I want to cover off, but keep your eyes and your ears peeled. Of course, if you don't want to miss out, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Also, guys, I always forget to ask this. Well, most of the time I do, but you know how much it means to me if you do rate and leave a review with the podcast. It does help the podcast reach more ears and more women like you, more incredible women like you. So if you just have like a minute to spare, my goodness, so, so grateful. And if you screenshot and send it to me in the stories, I will personally thank you. And I love like getting to know the faces behind the reviews as well. And I read every single one of them. Anywho, let's chat about this week's episode guest because she is freaking sensational. I have got my friend Melissa, who is a nutritionist and advocate for wellness and self-care practices on the show. She is also founder of Good Day Wellness. And in this conversation, we talk about how journaling helped her through and out of a dark place with anxiety, how it helped her cultivate more self-love and become more intentional with her energy and mindset. We also deep dive into her real and honest journey of starting her own business, launching her first physical product, which are her incredible journals, and how important it was for her to actually get out of her own way when facing doubt about entering a saturated industry. You're not only going to be (laughs) so inspired to journal and take up journaling practices or maybe re-inspired to like if if you have always journaled but it's gone a little stale for you you're going to want to get your hands on this journal for sure after you hear what like how much passion and work has gone in and how much thought has gone into the creation of it you're going to be inspired by melissa's journey through anxiety but also how she used journaling to overcome her anxiety but you're also absolutely going to love hearing about her her business journey and how really like limiting thoughts and imposter syndrome can potentially block you from moving forward and how to really overcome that, how to just get out of your own way. You're going to love this conversation so much. So without waiting any further, let's dive in. Hello, gorgeous Melissa. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast again. How are you, babe? How are you going? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on again. It's been a while since I came on Oh, that was years ago, I think. It when was I my first year of podcasting. Yeah, when you first started. So I'm really excited to be back on. A lot's changed since then, a lot of growth. So I'm excited to get into it. And we are. We're going to get so into all the growth and what's happening in your world. And mm-hmm. I just, yeah, can't, can't be more excited to talk about your new business. Thank you. And we might get straight into it. You've launched a journal. You've launched two types of journals. Yes. 
and yeah. a whole new business since yeah. we last spoke where <laughs> we spoke about more nutrition and how to really, you know, honor your energy and look after your energy, but also your hormones, et cetera, for women in business. Now you've launched. Can you tell us all the things. What's okay. going on? Because it's you amazing. The whole story. I will get straight <laughs> into it. But basically, yes, I've I, I'm a nutritionist, and you know, nutrition and food is still a really big passion for me, and is something that I really love. However, I found that. Um, you know, I was specializing in anxiety. So I was specializing in how nutrition and our nutritional daily habits can actually support our mental health and how it can have such an impact. Um, and as I was doing this, you know, I realized that nutrition really is just one part of it. It really is. And I wanted to be able to help in a larger capacity. Now, personally, on my own journey, anxiety has been a struggle for me my whole life. You know, it has been something that probably I didn't know what was going on when I was younger because I didn't understand it. But, you know, when I got to like 16, 17, I started having these panic attacks. I was like, what the hell is this? You know, and then obviously I did lots of things and researched and, and found out lots about it and started to open up to lots of people. Um, and while I was doing that, um, one of the practices that I adopted was journaling. And honestly, it was within those moments where I was journaling and I was writing um, when I felt anxious that I just felt this relief. And I felt this relief, um, you know, on my own, like I didn't need anyone there. I didn't need to share anything with anyone. It was my personal practice. And it is something that I look forward to. Like I, I would go home and I'd look forward to doing this. Or if I felt anxious and I was, you know, at work or, or I, I had no, nothing booked in to see a psychologist or a healer or whatever, I knew that I could do this for myself and it would take all this crap out of my head I'd be able to put it on paper see it clearly and just take away some of that stress and that anxiety um so while I kind of grew my nutrition business and I absolutely loved doing that and seeing clients there was this part of me that just felt that there was something else I needed to do and mm -hmm. for a long time I didn't know what that was I didn't know what I could do. I really wanted to create an e-commerce business because, you know, I just know how powerful it can be and how many people you can reach. Um, and then just one night I was in bed and I was tossing and turning, tossing and turning, couldn't sleep. And I just had this idea of um, an anxiety journal slash kind of workbook slash just tracker. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I could create this, I could do all these things. And then at this point, I had just also finished um, my journal. So I got into the end of my journal. It was just a blank journal. It was really pretty. But I knew that when I wanted to go buy one, I wanted one that had some prompts in there. I wanted one that had yeah. some mindfulness practices. And I couldn't find that. So within that realization of, oh, I could do this, I didn't know how I was going to do it. When I had the realization, I didn't know it was going to be a journal. Mm -hmm. I just kind of had the idea. Yeah. Um, and then when I went to go find a new journal and I couldn't find what I wanted, I kind of put them both together. And I was like, whoa, I could do, you know, the anxiety stuff in a journal because I'm trying to find it and I can't find it. And, and it's that's not when all the best ideas are born, right? Exactly. When you, when you yeah. solve a problem. Exactly. So I felt like I'd solve that problem. And like, you know, for anyone else out there who's very business minded, has that kind of entrepreneurial spirit, you'll know that, you know, you have a million ideas. Like you'll mm -hmm. be thinking you're like, that's a business idea. That's a business idea. Like I can do all these things. But they don't stick. They kind of just, they're yeah. there and you might dwell on them for like a few minutes or an hour or a few days. And then you'll be like, okay, that's not it. Whereas this just felt different for me. This, I was excited. It lit me up inside. I was more so focused on, wow, imagine how many people I could help if I actually made this and got it out there because I had a personal experience and I knew how much this practice helped me. And I also knew how much, you know, when you put in the work, you get results. And I felt like this was kind of the package. And doing my nutrition consults, 
I found that you can give everyone all the resources, you can give them all the advice, you can give them all the tools, you can give them all the diet plans, everything. But until they go and they actually practice what you've told them and they do the work consistently every day, they're not going to get a result. So what a journal is, is a way for you to stay accountable on your own terms. You know, yes, it's got all the mindfulness practices in there. It's all those things, but it's more so something to keep you up to date, something to keep you motivated, something to make you do the work. And when we do the work, we see results. So yes, that's Um, my very long story. (laughs) And the business that has been birthed from that is Good Day Wellness, Wellness. right? It's gorgeous and it fits you so well. Like the branding is stunning as well. The journals look absolutely stunning. I said to Melissa, I'm just finishing one of mine um, and I'm purchasing yours next next, because I'm so excited for it. It looks gorgeous. And I had a look at the prompts and they're fantastic. Like something I can vouch for this with my clients um, who have struggled with anxiety. I too have, I struggle with anxiety, probably like yourself throughout my teenage years without actually knowing what it was. Then later in my twenties, it was always present and it became like a norm for me, which I didn't really see life beyond having anxiety. I didn't really understand that life could not be anxious all of the time. And then that later manifested into more serious. And when you don't address a health problem and mental health is a health problem, it will just continue obviously to get worse. It's like anything, right? So obviously mine got worse. And then I started to suffer from panic attacks as well. And it was through that, that I also discovered, um, the tool of journaling as an anti-anxiety practice in the sense that when you are having anxiety, you're fully identified with those irrational thoughts in that moment. And everybody experiences anxiety differently. You know, there's generalized anxiety, health anxiety. I had a lot of health related anxiety, like anything in my you know, the littlest like niggle in my head would be like, oh my God, I'm about to have a brain aneurysm. Obviously not logical thinking thoughts, but it's when your fears are basically just so out of control. Now, when you're fully identified with that, it's not separate to you. So you can't see beyond that. And when journaling comes into place, it's so beautiful is when you're putting it down on paper. So one of the first things I say to clients of mine who suffer from a panic attack or feel like they're about to get one, get your piece of paper and actually write down what it is that you're thinking and feeling anything that you want to purge out of that mind onto paper. And what happens is essentially just through doing that practice, you will start to feel the easing of that panic attack. Like you will 99% of the time, you will not have one because you are now disidentified with what you're thinking and you're looking at it from a point of observation. You're no longer your thoughts. You're no longer the panic attack. You're just looking at it and you're like, you begin to come back to yourself. So I know how powerful this can be for anxiety. And like you said, also the implementation of those beautiful habits that we want to ingrain. Like we do, we self-development is so big now. You are a part of that industry in the sense that you help women eat better and nourish their bodies but they can take all of that information just like we read a book. But until we set the intention every single day and go, this is my focus today, Mm -hmm. whether it's a word of a day or a journal prompt that helps us focus on that throughout the day, it is very, very difficult to actually stay on track and make that a part of a habit without something we constantly have to like consciously think about doing. So I think journaling is also powerful in habit creation. Yeah. Yeah. And you're all about creating those beautiful habits for Mm. the ambitious woman, but also for the woman that struggles to juggle all the things. Yeah. And I just think, you know, like you were saying before, you know, writing it down when you're feeling anxious is if we leave things to ponder in our mind, they're only going to get bigger and scarier and harder. And it's not until you write them down that you can look at that and read it back and be like, what? That's not even happening. That's actually, I've made that up or that's not actually as bad as what I thought it was. And that's why it's so powerful when it comes to anxiety is because a lot of the time anxiety, we're stressing about the future and we're worrying about, you know, the past and and what could have been, what what could happen, like all of these things that we have absolutely no control over Mm -hmm. and that we don't even know if they're going to happen. So that we're feeling so 
anxious. So by writing it down, you're taking it from your mind. You're taking that story that you're adding to, you're adding fuel to that fire and you're putting it on a piece of paper and then you're looking at it and being like, okay, that's actually quite manageable. Like I can break that down and I can understand why I'm feeling that way or why I'm creating that story because we, you know, we go through life and we often don't know who we are to our core. And journaling is such a great way to actually understand who you are. Meet yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great way to be like, oh, that's what makes me happy. Or that's a trigger. And that was triggered because of this. And this happened to me when I was younger. And like, you know, until you stop and you sit and you write and you freely write, because a lot of the times you'll, you know, you might start with a prompt and then you'll go off on this tangent mm-hmm. and all this stuff will just start flowing and you'll be like, where did that even come from? Yeah. And you'll realize, and it just, I don't know, you kind of go like, it's this weight off your shoulder and you're like, oh, okay, I understand. Like, I feel compassion for myself. Like I'm going to be kinder to myself. And I feel like journaling is such a great way to help you uncover that and help you to understand yourself better on a deeper and more intimate level. 100%. It's such a powerful tool for self-discovery and is a really great tool for self-development, whatever way that looks like for you in, in, in your life. Also brings up like a good topic of a like, and we'll deep dive into your two different journals. The stream of consciousness journal, meaning like the blank page journal versus the prompts journal. In my opinion, I think both have a beautiful place and really you should have both. Like I love having both. The difference for me is that, especially if you're new to journaling, sometimes you don't know how to ask yourself the quality questions in order to, to meet yourself, right? And you, your logical mind is overthinking things and you don't really know like you don't really know where to start so a guided journal with prompts is really powerful for that because the creator has thought about those quality questions those quality prompts to get you to that next level version of yourself to get you to that mindful place etc and a stream of consciousness is really great for brain dumping for dear diary for you know really when you don't even know what's going on in your head is just letting it out but it does take sometimes I'm not in the mood for that at all like I don't know where to start and I'll start writing something like okay like I don't know where this is going sometimes it's powerful and sometimes I'm definitely in the mood for some prompts something that you know has an intention behind it so for yours tell us a little bit about the different intentions of your main journal like what it what it's specifically kind of you got it there (laughs) what it's designed for and what some of the prompts might be yeah, so I so I created the two. Firstly, I created this one, the Good Day Journal. Um, and basically what this is, is the start of the book, I've got mindfulness practices and they are mindfulness practices that I feel have helped me through my moments of really intense anxiety, you know, whether it's a breathing exercise or a gratitude exercise or, um, you know, just anything that kind of will help you understand yourself better, like having those prompts of what is your why? What is your goal? Why do you, how do you feel when you're happy? How do you feel when you, when you're sad, you know, just understanding yourself in those moments. Um, But not only that, it also contains your nutritional side of things. So obviously, like I said, at the start, your nutrition is the building block of who you are. You know, it's the very foundation of how you, how you feel, how you think, how you look, all of that, you know, it plays such a big role um, and nutrients play such a huge role in how you feel. So it also contains areas of like, what foods make me feel really good about myself? What foods make me feel a little more sluggish? What can I start incorporating? Like it, it asks you the question. So it's kind of like the questions that I would get asked in a nutrition consult. I'm then asking you because I want you to delve deeper and actually ask yourself these things because what works for one person doesn't work for another. And the best diet, the best, um, you know, lifestyle change you ever make is the one that actually works for you, the one that your body needs. So that's the kind of prompts that I have in this journal. They're all about getting deeper and understanding yourself better, um, whether that's through mindfulness, lifestyle, movement, nutrition, affirmations, whatever, they're, they're all for you. They're all for you to get 
deeper. Now, aside from the mindfulness practices and the prompts at the start, I actually have weekly pages. And within those weekly pages, it tracks from Monday to Sunday. Um, there is tick boxes, there is checkpoints for you to actually go through and stay accountable every day. So I've got a few core aspects of health that I think if you were to really focus on every day, you'll actually see quite a difference. And these are very simple things. You know, they're things like, are you getting sunshine today? How did you sleep last night? Did you mm. journal today? Are you drinking water today? What are you nourishing your body with? It's little things, little practices that are generally overlooked because people think, oh, they're too simple. They're too easy to be healthy, to have peace. I need to do something really difficult. Whereas that's not the case at all. It's mm. actually within those little things within your daily routines and habits that actually lead to a less anxious mind, to a healthier body, um, and to just a calmer lifestyle in general. Um, so, yes, I've got those weekly pages which really go through and help you to stay accountable and really track where you're at. Um, and also, you know, at the end of every day, journal about something you're grateful for and also check in with yourself. You know, I've got little smiley faces and little things like this where you can check in and say, you know, how was your anxiety today? Like what made you feel good? What didn't make you feel good? Let's look into that. Let's understand that. And then at the end of every month, I've got accountability sections and I've got progress sections where you can tick on a scale. Well, at the start of the month, my anxiety was at a four, you know, uh, sorry, at a, at a nine, say it was very high. And at the end of the month, it was at a six. So you can see you've actually improved on those few points. And I don't just have that for anxiety, but I've got that for other areas like your relationships and, you know, just your general well-being, your nutrition, your, your um, just your health in general, your exercise, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, because I just think, like I said, you need to keep yourself accountable. You need to make an effort for wellness every day. Um, you know, and if you want to grow, you want to blossom, you want more for yourself, you know, you can read things, you can look at things, but it's not until you do the things that you're actually going to improve and things are going to change and things are going to shift. So, yeah. and yeah. I love that. And the wellness journey really does start with you. And what I loved when just going back, like at the beginning, when you were talking about the nutrition prompts, I really love how self-led those prompts are mm. because we do live in a world where we're always looking to somebody else for answers. We're yeah. looking to somebody else for what's the best diet for me? How do I achieve this? We're looking to that mentor, that coach, yeah. instead of looking back within ourselves. Mm. And like you said, everybody's like gut, nutritional needs, et cetera, is all different. So yeah. that aspect, and I couldn't agree with you more, I'm definitely not a nutritionist, but I know that as a coach, one of my biggest responsibilities is to fuel my body because look, would not even recommend to hire a coach that doesn't honor themselves or their body because I know how that impacts the mind and how you show up for your clients in, in your energy. But it's that ability to be self-led because when you, even like in coaching, something I know to be true is when you have your own aha moment, when you have your own, like when you do your own self-inquiry and you come to your own self-realization about something, it is far more powerful than somebody else telling you to do something. Yeah. So rather than it being like, you know, this is what you should eat to look a certain way where it begins to feel restrictive and overwhelming and big changes, you're like, actually, I'm just following what feels good for me. Yeah. And I think women now more than ever need that reminder to focus on actually feeling good. It's at the core of what I teach now as well, even in like business and life coaching and everything I do with, we've, we're so far, we've so, we're so detached from feeling good and wellness is such a big part of that. We're so focused on doing and creating all the time, which is all great. It's part of our journey here. It's like human beings, but we're so detached from being and enjoying and feeling good you being human beings which is literally in our like the name system. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not human doings we're human beings and we forget to really yeah. take a step back and focus on how are we being how are we feeling mm -hmm. and that starts with wellness which then starts with you so I absolutely love and it sounds like it's such a beautiful holistic journal as well so I can't wait to get my yeah. hands on it 
You do have a part two though as well. There's another one. I was going to get into that one. So that is kind of like your guided guide to wellness. You know, it's it's everything from your nutrition to your mindfulness, um, anxiety, all of that. So you've got everything there. You've got your practices and you've got the work to do in there. Now, the second book that I created was something that I I created it while I was a in the printing process of this journal. And I was like, hold on, I need a blank book as well. Like I need something where people can just go mind dump and get rid of whatever's on their mind. And mm-hmm. one of the practices, so the name of the book is Write It, Burn It and Let It Go. Because when I was about 17, I had gone through a really shit time. Um, I was feeling very low. Um, it was probably when I had my first ever you know, I, I really knew what depression was in that stage. You know, I, I'd, I'd gone through lots of stuff with friends um, and I didn't know what to do. And I had someone very close to me, um, a family member, and they said, look, try this practice, you know, go home, everything that's on your mind, um, write it down on a piece of paper and just no matter how negative it is, no matter if you need to swear or use nasty words or whatever, write it down and get it out of your head. Because I was, while I was young, and I'm sure people can uh, um, relate to this, I was quite a sweet, innocent, little, I didn't speak up for myself. I had things to say, but I would never say them. So I kept everything inside. And that really affected me a lot, especially when you're going through a difficult time where you need to speak up. So having this practice, I would go home and I would write and I would write, oh my God, there were so many swear words on that page, like, <laughs> like, rah, like out, getting it all out. And then I would take that page, I would rip it out of my journal, I would fold it up and I would go and burn it. And there was something so powerful about watching it burn. I just felt like, like I could breathe after I did this because I had taken all of this chaos from my mind. I'd taken that and I'd popped it onto this piece of paper and I didn't reread it. I would write whatever I had to write, scribble whatever I had to scribble. I'd fold it up. I'd go outside, I'd burn it. And I just watch it turn into ash. Like it was nothing. Yeah. All of these big things that were in my mind were suddenly just dust. Yeah, there was something so healing about that. And I remember when I was told to do this practice, I was like, what the heck? I'm like, like, that's going to help. Like that is going (laughs) to help me right now. But then I did it and I kept doing it. Like I would do it every day. And my dad would get so mad at me because I would burn the grass out the back. <laughs> like he would dad, like, as I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but you know, my dad's a grass man. Like he loves mm-hmm. his grass. Yeah. And I would go outside and there would be like burnt patches in the middle of the grass. And he'd be like, can you stop doing this? I'm like, no, I can't. Like I'm purging. I'm purging some serious shit. Yeah. yeah. So the reason I created this book was because I wanted to share that practice because because mm-hmm. it helped me so much. But also I just wanted to give people more freedom to write. You know, when there's prompts, there's only limited pages to write. Whereas when you've got a completely blank canvas, you can extend whatever you want to write in this book. Like you can go from a prompt and if you're realizing oh, I'm running out of space, you've then got your blank journal. You can mind dump in there. You can write and burn these pages. You can kind of use it as you wish. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's why I just felt like they needed to be together. You know, you needed the mind dump and you needed the prompts and you needed the lifestyle and they just work well. They just fit. So, you know, because like you said, some days you're going to feel like writing an essay. Some days you're going to have so much on your mind and you genuinely want to get it out and you want to write it or you'll start writing and you'll just continue. And other days, You'll just kind of want to write, you just want to follow the prompt. You want to be like, yep, that's my goal. I tick that off. And yes, this is what one thing I'm grateful for. And that's it for today. Mm-hmm. So it really just gives you that freedom to do whatever it is you're feeling. And, you know, I'm sure you get this question as well, but I get, you know, how do I start journaling? You know, is it going to work for me? Like, yes, start, but do whatever feels right for you. There is no right or wrong way to journal. There is no rule. There is no, like, this is how you've got to do it. And this is how it's going to work. It's like, do it however you want. If you want to write one thing, write one thing. If you want to write a long thing, go for it. If you want to use prompts, go for it. If you don't, whatever, you know, it's your practice and you've got to make it completely your own. And that's how you will get results if you stick to that process. So 100%. You 
you can't heal your mind by overthinking things. That's what humans tend exactly. to do. We try to make right or wrong. Yeah. We try to yeah. overthink things. Yes. But this is not one of those practices. And actually, Melissa, there's a lot of science behind what you've, um, this journal as well. So yeah, it's actually something that I also uh, practice with my clients. We we write burn letters as part of, it's actually in my, one of my modules for my courses where we're practicing forgiveness um, or cutting cords with people in our lives that, you know, we're holding resentment towards. And the purpose isn't about giving them your letter full of swear words or how Mm. you feel, because that would be projecting Mm. your version of how you see things about the situation onto them. When you're practicing mindfulness, it's really about all of your emotions hold a frequency. They hold an energy. And that energy, when it's stuck in your body, is causing your whole vibration to be dense and low and heavy. So when you're doing a burn letter, what you're essentially doing is emotional alchemy. You're taking that energy and you're removing it from the body onto a physical object here on earth (laughs) and then by burning it you're alchemizing it you're allowing the energy to transmute into something else into a sense something else so as ash it goes back into the earth and the earth will replenish that into something else right but it's out of your body so it makes there's a lot of science behind a practice that feels a little bit we we yeah Uh, but I think (laughs) women particularly are drawn to practices like this because you know we're a little bit witchy at cool. We love all of that stuff. I think I I remember like when I was little, I don't know if you had this experience or know anybody else that did, but I used to like, one, I loved Hocus Pocus. I remember that, but also like charmed and we were drawn to those shows. And I think I even remember having like a little spell book that I bought from a, um, (laughs) <laughs> or my mum bought for me like for my birthday which yeah. was about like you know making the boy fall in love with you or creating back then I had no idea of all of this stuff but you believed in that magic you would you know make little spells of your yeah. friends and everything yeah. else and there is there is actual like you, you don't you didn't know it then but there's science behind those intentions and that frequency that you are omitting from the body and back out into your, you know, your reality and how you manifest things. So I think it's really powerful. And I think it's such a beautiful little collaboration of the two. And I just want to touch, you You did mention manifesting. It is, it is also, burning is also another great way to manifest. Yeah. Um, I find that especially on a new moon, um, if you write down what you're trying to manifest and then you go out and you burn it, I just feel like there is magic behind that. Like it's yeah. just, it's very powerful. So whether it's letting go, whether you're manifesting or whatever it may be, um, yeah, that the practice is, it's it does work. I know it looks woo-woo, but yeah, there's just, yeah, there's something pretty magical and special about it. So I wanted to share that. Absolutely. I love that. It's all about the intention. Yeah. I want to pivot the conversation a little bit about like behind your business brain, because I know the girls listening in would be like, wow, what a huge trend. If you haven't, by the way, heard the first episode with Melissa, do go back to that because there were so many nuggets of wisdom in there around supporting your energy, optimizing your gut health and all other things that women really should know about food and nutrition as well. But, you know, having such an evolution over the last few years and having that courage to launch something, I want to say it does take courage. Mm-hmm. And something that I hear a lot, and I feel like you'll be really great at answering this question. You said you, you've always wanted to start an e-commerce business. Things kind of, you didn't quite know what it was just yet. Mm-hmm. And then you like this idea of the journal stuck with you. And I'm sure that between the period of you having that idea and then you actually going ahead with it were a lot of like limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome thoughts, because this is one of those areas again, that is what you could call saturated, right? Mm-hmm. Like you obviously have a very specific problem that you're solving. There's no journal out there like yours, but there are journals. There are lots of journals, well-established businesses with journals, etc. And I know that a lot of women are whatever business that they choose, e-commerce or consulting or coaching, you know, are probably feeling the pull to to create something as well, but are blocking themselves with that imposter syndrome and feeling like, no, I can't do that. There's just too much of that out there. I feel like you'd be someone who give really great advice on this. How did you overcome? Did you, does that even resonate with you? Yes. Yes. Of course. So, to be honest, I had the idea over a year ago, like to, mm. to create all of this, it took so long, you know, and 
I think because it took so long, like the actual product within itself took so long to come to fruition that I started losing so much hope through that journey because, you know, when you have an idea and you start working on it, everything's heightened, your excitement, your drive, your motivation. But then after a while, it's only natural that that is going to drop, especially if, you know, your product's getting manufactured and it's getting designed and you're not really working on that side of things. The instant gratification isn't there. The validation isn't there right away. So Mm -hmm. I created the product. It didn't take me long to create it because I knew exactly what I wanted. But then it took so long for me to actually get it designed and then find a printer and then get it printed and then wait for it to get delivered and then with COVID all the you know all the delays it was Mm -hmm. a nightmare and through that time there were so many moments where I was like what the hell am I doing like I've spent so much money on this project and people can go to Kmart and buy a nine dollar journal you know, and that's what mm. I kept telling myself. I'm like, why are they going to buy mine? Like, mm. what? Are, like, why would people want to buy a journal from me? And like, I'm not a mental health expert. I'm a nutritionist, and that was also. I was telling myself, I'm underqualified. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. People are going to call me out. Blah blah blah. But then you kind of go, what am I doing that's so wrong? You know, what am I doing? Why can't I do this? I'm passionate about helping another person. I don't need to be qualified to tell someone to get a book out and write their feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need to be qualified to do that because I'm genuinely doing this from the bottom of my heart and I want people to feel good about who they are. You know, um, there was just so many moments where I would get in that headspace and then I'd be like, look, do people go to Kmart and be like, excuse me, who designed and wrote this $9 journal? I need to know their qualifications. People don't do that. If they're drawn to something and there is something in whatever you're doing that is going to resonate with them and it may potentially help them, they're not going to look too deeply in that. They're going to be like, this is amazing and it actually works for me, so I'm going to go with it. You know, and I think there's been so many times where I've stopped and been like, oh, but I'm a nutritionist. Like, why am I changing? I've built up a consulting business. Why am I now going to put all my energy into another business? Like, I shouldn't do that. That's that's not the right thing to do. You know, I should be putting all my eggs in this basket. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, we go through life and we can make our life whatever the hell we want it to be. You know, if we want to change careers, if we want to try something new, if we want to give something a a shot, just go for it. There is no way or reason that you need to be on the same path your whole life. Your journey, your path is always going to change and you need to follow that fire in your belly you know, and, and follow that and go down that path. And yes, there are going to be so many moments where you're going to come in and say, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm underqualified, blah, blah, blah. A million things. I could sit here and list them a million things that I thought during my journey. But at the end of the day, it comes down to what are you doing this for? What is your why? Why are you passionate about creating this business? What is it that you're trying to achieve here? And does it mean something to you? And if you can say, yes, this means so much to me. I want to help people. I'm doing something good for the greater good. Mm -hmm. You know, go for it. That you should never hold yourself back because of your you know, limiting beliefs. We need to break through them and work through them and, you know, you can change and, and evolve and grow and change your path whenever you feel like you need to. And that's okay. You know, yeah. But if there is something that you want to do and you have this fire and you, and you want to work towards it, just do it. What's the worst that can happen? You know, I've always, I always ask myself, what is the worst thing that can happen? And in this situation, the worst thing that could happen was I lost a bit of money and that's it. Yeah. Because aside from and that, you can always make that back. <laughs> money comes and goes. You can always make money back. But aside that, the experience has been, I've learned so much. Like I've mm-hmm. done something that I never thought I would do, you know, just the resources that I've, I've um, had to use and, and the connections that I've made have been amazing. Um, and putting yourself out there, that is the most, you know, that's the, personally, so I'm going to get the words out eventually. 
But if you want to grow as a person, put yourself out there. Yeah. Because who I was. I was going to say, I could notice that shift in you, Matt. Like from. Absolutely. You were already an incredible yes. presence. Oh, thank but you. like going through and yeah. coming out the other end of yeah. literally physically bringing in something that was an idea in your mind over a year ago, it changes you, doesn't it? Like, I feel like a different person. And like, even for example, coming on this podcast today, I was not prepped at all. But I knew I didn't need to be because I'm so passionate about what I'm doing and I just want to share that. Whereas before when I did a podcast, I didn't have as much confidence in myself. I was a bit scared. I needed I needed to plan everything out. Like, you know, I don't know, it just gives you this belief within yourself of far out, I did this, I can do anything. Like I can keep pushing and it's going to work because I'm going to make sure it works. And you know what, if worst case it doesn't, I haven't lost anything. I can still say I created this journal and I'm just going to be so proud of that for the rest of my life. You know, so proud, whether I create more or I don't, it doesn't matter. It does not matter because at this point in time, I'm so proud of what I've done. And that's why I push everyone. If you want to do something, you want to start something, you want to create a product, whether it's a saturated market or whatever, just do it because you don't know what's going to happen and nothing's going to take away that feeling that you feel when you're proud of what you've done. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, you're going to have created something and started something and nothing's going to take that away from you, yeah. you know, so just go for it is what I say. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. There is so much we could go into and unpark oh, from there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to highlight something though, that you spoke about, like, um, the comparison between and uh, like being in your mind around the imposter syndrome around them, like a $9 journal from Kmart. Yeah. Anyone listening in going, well, why wouldn't I just buy a $9 journal from Kmart with something like this, mm-hmm. that is literally designed to hold you to a higher standard in your life. Mm-hmm. You have to remember that everything is energy. And when you don't invest an energy to match mm. the action behind what you are wanting, needing to implement. Mm. You're not going, I guarantee you, and I've done this before. I have bought Kmart journals before. Yeah. Do you think that I've written in more than one to two pages of them? And potentially some of them may have had, well, no, I'll give you an example. There's been some that literally have no pages in them mm. versus one that cost $60 that mm. I bought from, a local crystal and healing store where yeah. she blessed the journal, but that investment, that $60, that it's a gorgeous journal as well, like that I, that I wrote in, it was my investment energetically into that journal that held me to the account that I like to the intention of using it. Right. But also your energy, like, do you think that the people that mass produce a Kmart journal, for example, sit there and have that same why? like you when they mass produce everything else in that store. I'm not saying no to Kmart. Like we all love a bit of Kmart. But it's the (laughs) when we're thinking about the intention of this journal, yeah, it can just be a piece of paper. Like it can be just a pretty book that sits on your desk or it can literally change your fucking life. And this is where you decide. It's not the journal. It's Melissa's put, like you've infused your energy and your intention behind it. Now it's up to the women that pick it up to infuse theirs. And I think that actually... Having a journal that is not mass produced, costs a little bit more, is high quality and has the love and intention and mission behind it is far more powerful if you're truly wanting to take journal seriously than mm-hmm. one from Kmart. Does that make sense? Like it's, it's like that's something that I yeah, wanted to it, speak into. It has exactly what you said. It has been made with so much love and so much thought has gone into it. So much thought. And I just think, you know. When you buy things off the shelf that have been mass produced, they don't have that. You know, they're, 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 I mean, I'm sure there's thought gone into them, but it's not when you're a small business and, you know, you have an idea and you've invested time and money and energy into something, there is so much love and passion that comes with that. And that's what makes it different. That's what sets it apart from anything else. And yeah. you're not just supporting the product but you're supporting that small business owner as well. You're supporting their growth because we all have to start somewhere. And, you know, when you share one offering, there's going to be more that come with that 
depending on how much support you get, yeah. you know, and I think that's the magic of, of small business and that's the magic of supporting someone, you know, who's just started out. Um, and yeah, just knowing that within their product, there is so much love and so much passion, thought and energy, and that's going to then be passed on to you as well. So 100%. yeah. I think I've said hundred percent like fifty times in this podcast. Hundred percent, hundred percent. We're on the same page with things, so that's good. Just <laughs> letting you know that yeah. I'm here for it. I love it, and Thank I think you. that there's this other lesson that I want women to take away from listening to your story as well, and around create birthing like this beautiful product. Um, is that you? If you have created something or started something or started the manifestation process, started like a business journey, whatever it is, and you are going through that stagnant, stuck energy that Melissa found herself in, um, where things just felt a little bit like, oh, I don't know if this is, and you get into your head and the fear is there, bring yourself back to purpose. If the purpose is stronger than your fear, then you know that it's worth pursuing. And yet you you know what, if it's not, if like, you know, what people think or that fear is louder than the purpose, then perhaps it's not. And that's a really great kind of decision-making matrix when you're thinking about pursuing and continuing on with something. But I'm so glad that you did. I'm, yeah, just obsessed. Cannot wait to get my hands on it. It has been such an amazing conversation and such a great opportunity to catch up with you and and see where you're at I know that the women are going to be listening in are going to want to get their hands on their journal get amongst your vibe and around good day wellness as well so tell the girls where they can find you I know you're over on Instagram mainly. Am yes. I right? Yeah. That's yes, more- so you can come and find me and come and follow me as well because I've, I've got a small page and I want it to grow. Yeah. Um, but um, it's at goodaywellness underscore on Instagram. You can find me. And my website is www.gooddaywellness.com.au. And I will offer everyone a discount code. So um, if you use the code free shipping 10, you'll get some free shipping on your next order. Um, but yes, come and say hi. Come and share your story with me. Um, come and show me some love. Uh, I've, I'm loving connecting with everyone that's kind of come across my page or um, made an order. It's yeah, it's been a very exciting journey, and I would love for everyone listening to come and be a part of it, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are such a beautiful soul. And if you do get your hands on the journal, girls, tag me and Melissa in your story mm. once you've got it. I'd love to know if you listen to this potty and bought the journal with this but thank you for the beautiful code as well that's so nice what a nice little surprise thank you again Melissa it's been so beautiful to catch up with you thank you to the girls listening in and I'll catch you in the next episode Brand, before you go, I need to say thank you so much for tuning in today. I know that if you listen to my podcast, that you are my human. And I love to connect with my soul sisters, business besties, align business babes on social. So send me a DM with any mindset, business or wellness questions because my inbox is so open to you. I also read each of your reviews personally and love to personally thank you. So please screenshot them and DM me or email them to hello at hersoulfulsuccess.com. I will personally thank you and send you a copy of my 30 days of journal prompts. Also, if you haven't already, follow my podcast Insta. The link is in my bio so you can stay up to date with all the potty goffs and tag your girlfriends because you know that friends that listen to podcasts together stay together. Or is that not a thing? I don't know. But every time you share this podcast with someone, you are really helping me help more women live a soulfully successful life. And I appreciate you for that. Love, love, love you. And I'll catch you in the next episode. I just did.